0: All right.
1: Lock, talk, radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed
2: champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. It's bad, like, it's a a. This is Babs Ayik Michael Thompson talking. to the phenomenal A.J.
3: Styles Jerry Rosen. Charles Johnson. Psycho killer, Tomasso Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio.
2: There we go. And, uh, I think we are live. It is. Uh, uh, to say, we're going to say, yeah,
0: we're gonna ride it out. We're going to ride it out tonight. We got uh we're going to be talking a little uh well, what are we going to be talking? We're going to be talking some good old-fashioned, uh, you know, NFL wild card weekend. Uh, maybe get some thoughts on people as they, uh, you know, as they finished up those games today. Uh, the playoff picture is officially set for next weekend, and we should have some good games coming across from us. Uh, we'll preview the college football championship. Uh, obviously, we got Bama and Clemson squaring off for the fourth time in as many years in this playoff, so it'll be curiously uh, interesting to see how that goes. Um, and then beyond that, you know, we're going to have um, maybe a little discussion on the Timberwolves as they fire Thibodeau, uh, even after that 22-point victory over, uh, what I put, the L- Limp Angeles Lakers. Uh, and though uh, Ryan must not enjoy that, they are definitely uh, definitely a situation that needs a little extra love. So, uh, you know, we'll also maybe, you know, sneak in some discussion on the Mayweather fight that occurred in Japan over the new year. And, um, you know, many more, uh, you know, maybe we'll get some calls in from uh, from the team here as we try and get some of the situation sorted out. But uh, that being said, uh, I'm going to play. Uh, well, I think I'm going to playing some WrestleCast uh, commercials as we are uh, not quite fully prepared for the new first new show of the new year, but uh, certainly something that will be uh, pretty interesting. So let's let's go to that and then we'll get uh, right back into it.
3: Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative gear stamp.
2: When you send a message, your name will identify you to the other caller. Record your name after the tone.
0: Hey, yo, it's SportsCats Radio. when you're done. Ryan Cook and Jordan Jiskra give you the best in sports of the week with real MVPs, spit takes, big news, and obviously those rumors. Strong Style Media is available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, blogtalkradio.com. That means anywhere. You're connected. Say hi. You a fan of hot takes that make you say this? <laughs>
2: Join me, Ryan Cook, and my co-host Alex Mello every Monday night right here on Strong Style Media. We'll give you the goods from New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, Stardom, All Japan, Lucha Underground, and many, many more. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tuner, Player FM, and now on iHeartRadio. Radio. As always, radio.com forward slash Strong Style Media as well. And you know, you get us on social media. Hit us up. We got to get back to the ring. It's time for the man.
1: You have the lowest fantasy football winnings I've ever seen. You have earnings dysfunction. I recommend DraftKings. And if you draft the perfect lineup in the free opening weekend contest, the prize is $1 billion. You said a billion dollars? Billion with a B. This is this
3: is this is money. I, I know what that is. Play DraftKings free 100000 dollars contest week one. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win one billion dollars. mente
2: latino hasta la muerte y después worldwide latino pride the ambassadors of violence lax k dog the notorious 187 high is everything. definitely a
3: oh,
0: uh, my body definitely breaking, a good start i uh I like that a lot. Uh, I believe we got Elijah online as i uh I clicked him over. I think he's live with us. Uh, Elijah, are you with us? The uh, brief silence there tells me that I am at an impasse, uh, but that's okay. We're going to make this work. Uh, hopefully he'll do a quick call back in and then um, and then go from there. Uh, let's see if it'll pick back up when that happens. So Elijah, if you can uh, hear, please, please call back in. Um, obviously we're going to talk about the NFL and the Wild Card weekend that occurred, um, you know, four games over the weekend. Uh, I'm going to call them some subtle surprises as far as uh, how, how a few of these matchups ended um, quick little rundown yesterday's games. Obviously we had the Colts Titans division rival, you know, you get to play a third time in the year, always makes things interesting. The Colts get it done uh, on the road. Uh, against Houston and, uh, and, and kind of shocked me, you know, uh, Andrew Luck making his, uh, his year very fruitful as far as it goes and, and definitely making some, some good, uh, some good decisions. And obviously uh, showing why he was uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the league before uh, the injury that occurred. So uh, yeah, get the Colts getting it done. Uh, very impressive as far as that goes. Elijah checking in on me right now. Um you know, another big game. Uh, Cowboys at home defeating the Seahawks again. Uh, that one did kind of surprise me, as far as it goes. Um, and then the uh, the situation there is is certainly uh, palpable. Obviously, you know, you got like a young quarterback. Um, pretty young team overall. Good running back in there. And then um, you know, uh, and then you know, the Eagles sneak one uh, against the Bears, much to Alex Mello's chagrin uh, today. He certainly, uh, was not pleased in the group chat that we have going on. And, um, it's, uh, it's a situation where they, uh, they had it and they, they let him off the hook in the great words of, uh, Denny Green. And if I can find that sounder on here, uh, we'd be pretty jacked about that. Uh, you know, lo and behold, my, my personal pick at this point with all my teams gone, the Vikings are out, the, the, the Titans are out, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm torn between who to cheer for and I didn't want to cheer for either team today. Uh, I would, I would love that to end in a tie, but we know the playoffs can't uh, Elijah, you with us. And I'm still empty. That's okay. We'll, we'll boot it and see what happens. Um, let's see. I, you know, then uh, the, the final game again, one that I'm truly cheering for, you know, river's getting it done over the Baltimore Ravens on the road. Um, you know, obviously he's uh, the quarterback with, with, you know, outside of uh, you know the already Hall of Fame numbers of one Drew Brees who has a title, the Tom Brady who has a title, you know you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have the potential to see um, you know two Hall of Famers go go at it next week when you see the Chargers and Patriots uh, at Foxborough. Um, I'm hoping for Rivers to get one uh, solid quarterback throughout throughout his NFL career, and uh, and and that's who I'm kind of cheering for in this whole stint at this point. Um, you know, you get some good, uh, some good young blood potential matchups there. You got Goff and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's the Rams against the Cowboys. Um, that's going to be kind of an uphill battle. Obviously we know how strong the Rams have been all season long, uh, and the Cowboys though, but they're, they're getting it done very scrappily towards the, uh, towards the end of the season here and, uh, proving, um, that at the very least they're going to be a, a team to look out for the next couple of years. If they can get uh, some additional pieces to really bolster uh, that already talented offensive uh, play that they have uh, on the other side, obviously you got the Eagles and you got the saints um, very well could have been the, uh, the NFC uh, <laughs> NFC matchup last year. If it wasn't for Diggs uh, catching a, a great pass uh, to send the saints home uh, at the, uh, the U S bank stadium and the, the Eagles, uh, you know, again, snuck out today and then trying to, uh, you know, drive to repeat as uh, NFL champions. So it, it, those are some pretty good matchups. You know, I, I didn't touch on it because I, I think one that a lot of people are going to be watching are, you know, the the Chiefs and Colts. Uh, you got Pat Mahomes, who is, I think, a shoo-in for the MVP. Uh, that That... That defense is horrendous in my opinion uh, the offense is is very 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 lethal even with uh with the the absence of their now estranged running back you know but uh for, for somebody who can sling the ball where literally ever he wants to go uh it's it's always a situation we're going to give Elijah another shot here Elijah, are you with us, sir let's see that is not good, man I am a little frustrated with the, uh, this service at this time. And of course this would occur. And that just makes me want to say,
2: oh, fuck, Aaron.
0: yeah, that's, that's just how we have to go down today. Um, you know, Oh, I hear something. E. I heard, I heard a bump in the night. Nope. Must have uh, just been the remote, the remote dropping in there or something. it could have been could have been something special um you know but uh again you know you you've seen a lot of talent uh up and down that uh that chiefs team they've won some very good games uh they've lost some close games also you know they, they they lost a heartbreaker to the chargers you know they had another close game uh towards the end of the year uh against the seahawks they you know they did beat the ravens they had a ridiculous Ridiculous game against the Rams, the highest scoring game I think in NFL history. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what what potentially can occur. You know, if that game maybe is uh, was the the preview that we're all hoping for. And then, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's quite the situation as far as that goes. That uh, you know, Pat Mahomes finds himself in um, being a young uh, young quarterback. Um, you know, they tell you to act like you've been there before, but Kids never been there before, so we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Chiefs, uh, Andrew Luck, obviously, you know, driving to uh, to make things happen. Uh, do the do the Colts have enough depth to to make that um, to make that occur as far as uh, it goes? Can they can they be the team that that gets it done? Uh, you know, with 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 still a, a roster of of guys that can just kind of get it done. You know, maybe that bend but don't break if they get if they get lucky on that. And then on the opposite side, you know, you're you, again, they're going to be facing, you know, a legendary quarterback in 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 Tom Brady. I mean, what, what do you do? What do you do against a Belichick game plan? How do you how do you prepare for that on what is potentially one of the most, uh, you know, hostile environments you can play in in Foxborough for the playoffs? Uh, You know, I'm going to go to one more early commercial here, and hopefully we can get uh, this sorted out with Elijah, and then uh, do a quick, uh, maybe a reboot on my end, and then we'll really get this popping. I really want to have some good good fun, get some good talks. And remember, we are live, too, so if the uh, phones are working, you can call in at 347-857-1060. That's uh, 347-850-1060. Thank you.
1: Most people... Would consider this illegal. 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 What
2: was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got wrestle cast. We got your sports knowledge covered with sports cast You like movies, the pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune in and more. We are strong
3: style. Just respect my conglomerate, just respect my conglomerate, just respect my my conglomerate. Hey, Alex Mello here, one half of the Pop Culturist, inviting you to get your pop culture fix every Wednesday night here on the Strong Style Media Network. Alongside Half Pine, Kyle Adams, we'll see who got beat down at the box office, run down the manic movie minute, find out what Kyle has for his musical mantra, and you hear our takes on the latest in film, the television, and music. Listen to the Pop Culturist every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. On blogtalkradio.com forward slash Strong Media or search StrongStyle Media on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Player FM. StrongStyle Media, we are conglomerates. It's time for
1: the main event. Greetings and salutations to fight fans. It's your boy Edub, one a half of standing 8 count radio. You want fight analysis, news, a look at the local Minneapolis, Minnesota boxing team, then tune in Sundays, 10 p.m. Central Time, and listen to Ryan Cook and I break down the speed science. If you don't know where to find us, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and Blog Talk Radio. That's Ascending Account Radio, and that's presented by Strong Style Media. We are a conglomerate.
3: Yo, yo, and Rocky We about to make a punky 3K Transform and optimize a Bigger than gun dump body is the soccer like Showing yo, they hit the room. The crowd blacked out, can you feel the boom? Causing more chaos than the typhoon. Future fried Russian serving you with a spoon. Rupungi 3K3K3K. Rupungi 3K3K3K. Rupungi 3000 is all the way. Rock show and yo to save the day. Rupungi 3K3K3K. 3K, Rupungi 3K3K3K. 3 k 3K, 3 k 3 Rup-
0: Some Rapungi 3k, uh, showing yo, uh, and, uh, and Rocky Romero, uh, kind of getting us pumped up here as we, uh, try and get through our, our situations that we're having occur, uh, trying to get uh, Elijah to get in on this, um, but uh, we know Ryan is in Japan right now. Actually, he did go to see uh, the, the show and yo, obviously, in Rapungi 3K. Uh, you know, do some, do some work at the, the Wrestle Kingdom 13. Uh, so, you know, uh, hopefully, Ryan, uh, let's see, I don't even know what time it is. Uh, I don't even know what time it is uh, in Japan right now, but hopefully, he's having a good time. Uh, as, as I know he is, I think he's seen like six or seven wrestling shows at this point. So he's definitely in his element there. Um, speaking of being in their element, uh, you know, obviously we, we got the college football playoff. The four teams were in, you had Oklahoma, you had Clemson, you had Notre Dame, you had Alabama, uh, you know, and uh, things happen as they always do. And we have the Clemson Tigers meeting uh, the Alabama Crimson time for the fourth time in as many years uh, for this college football playoff you know, Nick Saban versus Debo again. Uh guys that obviously know how to game plan. Uh you know, the upper hand does go to Alabama at this point and uh and uh, you know, we're going to we're going to see where this game goes. Uh you know, I looked at the games as far as uh, I watched both the preliminary games and 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 Alabama did what Alabama does. Uh, Oklahoma tried to score some points, but they just they don't have they don't have the defense to stop um stop Alabama and they, they certainly don't have the, the offense that can, that can just break them um, as much as, uh, as much as, you know, Oklahoma wished to make that happen. Uh, Clemson, on the other hand, uh, manhandled my Notre Dame fighting Irish. Um, I, I was very disappointed watching that game. I turned off my phone. Um, I was, uh, (laughs) I, I was, joking around with Ryan and and Jen is a uh, Clemson fan. And I said, uh, I'm going to go there just to, just to watch the tears flow as my Notre Dame fighting Irish uh, handled business. And they got wrecked. Um, They looked completely outclassed on every level of a game. Um, Clemson came ready to play and uh, they, they, they did it. They, they just, they made things happen that I, I didn't think I, I kind of overlooked them. I was like, you know, Notre Dame played a, a solid schedule. A lot of people saying they didn't deserve to be there. Um, you know, you have a lot of Ohio state fans who are kind of, uh, uh, kind of discussing their, their, their potential to be in there or, or should, should they have been in there? Um, you know, being, being the avid fan that I am, I'm still going to say that the playoff needs to be eight teams um, one, because we can potentially get, uh, you know, some better action, uh, you know, throughout the whole, the whole process rather than, you know, two games of, uh, of, of these matchups that happen like this. And we're going to give another shot to Elijah and see what happens here. Elijah, tell me I can hear your beautiful voice. What up? Oh, my God. There it is. There it is. We got Elijah in the house, everybody. We might backtrack a little bit on some of those, uh, those playoffs, but uh, Elijah, welcome to the first SportsCast of New Year, sir. Woo-woo.
2: Yeah. It's, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I must say, it's I'm, been a I'm, while I'm, since I've been on the radio.
0: Yeah, you, you and me both, my friend. You and me both. Ryan's been carrying the torch as I've transitioned to a, a few uh, regular jobs there as far as it goes, but uh, we're here. We're here right now. Um just briefly discussing uh Clemson Alabama obviously the the college football playoff championship is tomorrow night 7 p.m. uh it's the fourth time in 4 years before we get into any sort of picks did you watch the preliminary games did you watch uh, Notre Dame Clemson and Alabama Oklahoma I was able to check out some
1: of the games but um you just you can just see the difference in class between the SEC and you know, other conferences in college football, it's crazy to me. You know, you know absolutely. I, I, I figured it was uh-huh. going to be Clemson and Alabama again just because, like, honestly, I think the only team that maybe could have stuck with Alabama or Clemson is probably Ohio State, but, you know, they didn't make it to the playoffs or whatever, so...
0: You know that's uh, that's kind of what I was touching on uh, right before right before we actually got you connected. Um, you know the the playoff committee. A lot of people, you know, I, and, and my boys got destroyed by Clemson. I, I wholeheartedly admit that. Um, a lot of people saying they didn't deserve to be there because they didn't play in a conference championship, but they did face twelve FBS teams or what used to be the FBS uh, and uh, and and beat them all. You know, on the road, at home, on neutral sites, ranked unranked they beat them all uh, Do do you, do you would you really make a case uh, would you be a person to make the case for Notre Dame to be out but uh,
1: Ohio State to be in no I mean just because they did beat 12 FBS teams not Ohio State did lose now does that mean I think Notre Dame is a better team than Ohio State no but Ohio State had one week where they didn't come to play and it it cost them, and Notre Dame got through the season without any any hiccups. So, I mean, they deserve to be in the playoffs.
0: Good man. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. I still make uh, I still contend that to, you know they they need to expand it. They need to go to at least eight teams, um, you know, and uh, and really and really really benefit from from the rich talent that you do have. And then somebody granted, they did get beat uh, this year. There'll be, they'll not be hanging another faux national championship banner in central Florida. Um, But, you know, somebody like that can get in the playoff off the merit of their, their uh, grant their at large aspect of their, uh, their schedule. Um, Ohio state could get in and, 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 and we could see them, you know, yeah. Bounce back from that one loss late or, or Georgia bounce back. You know, depending on how they they really work, that that eighth uh that eight seed. But I do I do think they should expand at this point or, or coming soon. What do you think on that note itself?
1: Yeah, they need to expand it. Um, there's lots of teams that you know deserve to be in there, and you know they have a bad week and it pretty much almost eliminates them from the playoff. So, like I said with Ohio State, you really can't make a case for them. Over Notre Dame, but if the if there was eight spots, they would have been one of the eight teams, and they might have been in the national championship game. So, so it definitely needs to be needs to be expanded to eight, in my opinion. Yeah, eight. I think eight's the magic number. I don't. I don't think you need
0: more. You need. You don't need less. No. Um, you know, and and that makes that that fight to be in the top ten, to to make some relevant schedule, to to win those big games. Uh, to be, that, that, be in that spotlight, I think it makes it all the more important, uh, going, especially going into those late fall games where, you know, either the, the division championship's going to be uh, settled or, or um, you know, some of them big rivalry games where they really each, then they really do matter to sneak into that. That 6, seven, eight spot could be huge, and, and that could be awesome. You know, like you said, any, any given Saturday or any given day at this point when they play those extra games, you know something uh something special can happen, um but getting down to the brass tacks of it, we got Saban, we got Sweeney, we got him for the ne- for for the fourth year in a row. Um, how do you think this one shapes up
1: uh, as we go into the game tomorrow at seven o'clock? Oh, man, I think Alabama's gonna win, and I think it's gonna be probably a close game for most of it and then probably in the second half they're probably going to pull away. It's just Alabama's got a much better quarterback than they've ever had in years. I mean, I don't even know when the last time they had, like, a really good non-game manager quarterback, and they have Tua, and he's he's definitely the most talented quarterback they've had in a while. And another thing is Clemson doesn't have Deshaun Watson anymore. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Deshaun Watson uh Sean watson obviously sent home early this weekend but
1: uh but yeah Sean watson is the alabama killer (laughs) so i like they don't have him anymore and i just i just think alabama is the superior team so they'll win yeah you know i'm going to agree with
0: you and and, and i'm going to echo that out i just i think clemson does have some great talent on that team um but just like you kind of echoed, not only not only did they have Tua, you know, at the helm, um, but we saw the 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 reverse happen to what happened last year, where he came off the bench over Jalen Hurts. Well, we we saw what happens when Tua went down and Hurts went back in, and uh, and handled business uh, as he should, um, you know, and uh, and 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 did that as well. I'm I'm intrigued again because we're you know again we're going to have him, Um we're going to have them going, uh, going again this year, Dave O'Sweeney's got a chance to, to literally, uh, at this point, etch his name in a, in a legacy. Um, and, uh, and, and it's truly something special. I, 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 am I'm, I'm, as much as I'm fed up with this matchup, I, I do appreciate the, the chess that occurs with, um, with both of these teams. Uh, you know, neither one of them, uh, neither one of them truly overpowering than the other, you know, the 24 six game, uh, last year was kind of an anomaly previously than that. I think it was what 45, 40, the first year, and then, uh, 35, 31, the second year. So, um, I think when the championship's on the line, (laughs) like those first years, um, the, uh, the, the game is completely different. Uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be an amazing one, um, I think it's gonna be a good game and live up to the hype. I, I, I do think Alabama is gonna come out on top, but Debo has got a chance to literally literally put his name up there as being a guy that beats Clemson and beats uh beats Saban's team uh you know, in the big game. Uh looks like we got another caller on the air, so we're gonna we're gonna bring him in here. I have a feeling I know what we're gonna get into and, and maybe we'll maybe backtrack into some of those NFLs since I went over the scores and we got our problems uh iced out here. So let's let's bring him in and see what we got uh 612 area code you are on the air what's going on
3: so where does urban meyer's a legacy um kind of be in the fold since you know he kind of goes on top with ohio state but of course him stepping down um you know kind of in the landscape of college coaches where where do you kind of see urban meyer on that
0: oh great question you know great question yeah they did come out on top um, uh, over Washington in the Rose Bowl, there uh, he gets to go out with a W. You know, the thing is, we've seen it before. We've seen him, uh, we've seen him pseudo retire uh, in Florida. Then he took the the analyst job for ESPN for a little bit, but somehow he found himself back in the landscape of college football as a coach for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, jury's still out. He's a young guy. I know he's dealing with uh, the, the health issues, and 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 I'm curious to see if that's that's something that'll actually keep him out, or if he's going to go back to the analyst position. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's uh, man. That's a tough one. Do I put him in the in the in the in the, the, the the Nick Saban category? Definitely not. Um, I don't even know if I put him in like the the Spurrier or the uh, God. Uh, Who is Florida State's longtime ball coach? There
3: about, uh, is Lou Holtz kind of on your your spot too. You got you Holtz know, kind I, of I, on that I, that move?
0: I think he might be Lou Holtz, uh, Notre Dame
3: or Jordan. Yeah, you know he, uh,
0: he, you know it's funny. It's a guy who's moved around, who's had success. So you know, yeah, I, I think he could probably be definitely in that. I guess. I mean, South like Carolina. That, you know, he,
3: he did a hell of a job of turning that program around for sure.
0: Yeah, and he even had good success here in Minnesota before before bouncing out. So I mean, um, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad at it. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's a great coach. He's, he's one that deserve. He's got, he's got the accolades. He's done it in two programs. He's 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 made it work. Does he have his uh, his issues also as far as character goes? I I think that's something that that's you know unfortunately besmirched him a little bit. Um, but you know I, I obviously wish him a great recovery and uh, and you know I think I think he was a solid analyst too. So I hope we do see him on ESPN again because yeah I I think Urban Meyer's uh, overall a good he's a good coach he's a, he's a good a good coach who's got the job done twice uh, three yeah. times I think actually. So, with two different schools. So, yeah, and he had great success in Utah. I got, I got no problem. No, you know what? I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give him not. Yeah, he's probably in, in our generation. Our generation maybe a top five coach, top ten for sure.
3: Like, I've been a Bob Stoops guy, you know, the, the kind of Oklahoma, kind of in the, you know, the 90s, early 2000s. That was a really great school. Um, you know, but, of course, he, I mean, Urban Meyer has a few more national championships that, him, that will probably give him the edge, right?
0: Yeah, Stoops. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would give him the edge. Stoops had a lot of games where he he uh, he kind of choked them back. I mean, Stoops was also the I believe the coach at the time when when Boise State suddenly became a I'm going to call yep. him a mid major. You know, so um, you know some of that unpreparedness or that 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 aspect that he was missing there. Obviously, Stoops though uh, a great coach in his own right too has a has a good good coaching tree as far as that goes. Um, Elijah, what do, you, what do you think about uh, Urban
1: Meyer and his legacy? Oh, I think he's one of, one of the top, if not the top coach of his era. I mean, I don't know if you. I mean, obviously, I don't know. You know, Saban seems like he's been around for much longer. I could be wrong on that. But, like, just of the past, like, five to ten years, he's got to be, like, up there with Saban. I mean – he got three national titles. He's, you know, taken Utah. He got Utah good. Uh, Florida, when he came in there, he, you know, kind of brought them back up again. And he's he maintained Ohio State and got them in, huh?
3: It's the power of Tebow, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. The, power, the, the, po- the power of Tebow, Aaron Hernandez. Um, yeah, Percy Harvin. Wow, talk about two total uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. By the way,
3: with those two players,
1: dude, yeah. that that the Florida team that Florida teams that he had were 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 stacked like just crazy. I but, uh, does. Do you guys think that I, possibly I he's mean, twelve crazy three? He's too. twelve and three in bowl games. Wow.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, that is true. He's always he thirty-two
1: for his entire career.
3: Wow.
0: Oh. Uh I I have to just point out real quick here, uh Nick Saban uh been coaching since nineteen ninety in uh with Toledo where he where he started off with a nine and two record. Um he left uh, when he left Michigan State. It was a 9-2 record after his fifth year um, of, you know, he got it, got it done when he got the, the talent in. Uh, his career win percentage is 792. He's 237-62, and, uh, <laughs> and he's got one tie on the record. I'm going to pull up Urban Meyer right now just because. Man, it's,
3: um, it's, now, hey, Jordan, don't try he's, to pull that to the
1: Washington football team, by the way. He's 187-32.
0: Yeah. Urban Meyer's 187-32. Yeah, impeccable record. You know, like you said, got it done with – and both of them, oddly enough, starting in the MAC there, you know, Bowling Green and, and Toledo there. Kind of a kind of an yeah. interesting situation. They're
3: Ohio guys, by the way.
0: Like Urban yeah. Meyer and
3: Stoops are from Ohio. I mean, yeah. does that then transition, you know, with the opening in the, on Ohio State? I'm not sure if they have a head coach locked down or whatnot. But what if – I mean, Stoops, I know, has the health issues and whatnot. You know, it's obviously a long shot. But wouldn't that be crazy if he somehow – Coached Ohio oh. State, you know, just like man, I got a few years left. Oh, they or, would get jacked, dude. You... I, I,
0: I would, I would approve of that move. I, I would, I would be fine cheering for Ohio State. A, a stoops coached Ohio State. I like it.
3: <laughs> what, um, do you think, uh, Elijah? Do you think Urban Meyer, um, might have what it takes to possibly succeed in the NFL? Do you see that in his future? You know, maybe after a year or two, back on ESPN.
1: I don't know, man. Like the NFL is such a grind. I mean, college, you know, you have to recruit and stuff, you know, but NFL, like it's such a grind and like with his health issues, I don't even know if he would even want to even go to the NFL. Yeah. Because NFL has been the known hell- to like NFL, ki- NFL has been known to kill, kill coaches hmm. because of like how the lack of sleep they get, the hours they work, how stressful their job is. Like, a lot of like NFL yeah, coaches like have health uh, problems.
3: The grind was definitely with the uh, kickers coach on the Bears this uh, this evening. Quote <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes, I was
0: just gonna uh, that, yeah, that gives us a perfect transition to go back uh, back to the NFL since I got both you gentlemen joining us tonight. Uh, thank you, Alex, for calling in. Thank you, Elijah, for being a part of the show tonight. Um, you know we're gonna he got a touch base. Obviously, I, I I put it even in the in the notes here. I think uh, the the literal quote that I put is uh, is uh, let's see uh, someone on the Strong Style Media team who's not in a very good mood. Uh, why, don't, why, don't you, why don't
3: why don't why don't why don't you tell us how you're
0: feeling tonight, Mello?
3: Um, it, it's weird. Like I'm bummed. Like I totally get it. I totally get 1998. Now, granted, this was a wild card game. Um, but it, it hit me right in the heart. Um, no, but it's it's just uh, like I'm 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 also like happy and grateful that we had this season. You know to go twelve and four to beat you know the three teams over five hundred. The Vikings being two of those wins. Um, but no, just kidding, kidding. But it's you know it's it, it's a crazy crazy year. I mean you can't help but be happy. Um, you know I even ask myself. I always you know every year it's just like well is it better to get knocked out early or not make the playoffs at all. And I'm like, no, the, the city definitely needed this, you know, with, you know, kind of how the Cubs game, you know, kind of going out in the wild card too, the Sox being trash, the Hawks being trash, the Bulls being trash. You know, this was definitely nice to see the monsters of the midway, you know, kind of over, uh, overtake the city. You know, Khalil Mack, you know, that's a great, great centerpiece for the whole team. Um, the only thing I'm a little livid about is, you know, kind of on that final drive, You get, you know, that that pass to get them in in great kicking range. And I'm yelling at my TV, like, get to the line, spike the ball, save that timeout. Like, don't use that timeout now when there's, like, 33 seconds. Like, spike the ball, you have time, you have a possibility of three plays before the field goal, save it, save it. Well, they did not, as we saw, they took the timeout to kind of rush some offense just to kind of get that, you knew they were going to ice it, you know, as well. So I was like, ah, maybe save it in your pocket just in case for that. But, um, again, a great year, you know, for the Bears. Trubisky, you know, minus, you know, this injury, hopefully it's not something that lasts, you know, into the off season. Hopefully it's, you know, something healed within a few months here, um, mm-hmm. something that doesn't nag. But, uh, yeah, I, I could not be happier. Great tandem uh, in the backfield, some good, uh, good receivers. And, hey,
0: there's always next God. year.
3: That's so that's the best
0: so, thing about Chicago. That's that's absolutely right. Uh, speaking of injuries and next years and how uh, maybe coming back from some great things here, uh, you know, you said uh, earlier, Elijah, no Deshaun Watson. Well, that's because he plays for the Houston Texans and they played against the Colts uh, and they had him at home. Uh, but uh, we see obviously the resurgence of one uh, one Andrew Luck. Uh, what do you guys feel? Uh, you know, Elijah, what do you feel about the uh, the comeback for uh, for for Luck this year and in the success that they've had?
1: Well. I think it's uh it was highly very unlikely to me after watching Andrew Luck earlier this year at the beginning of the year and seeing them bring in Jacoby Brissett to throw a Hail Mary when Andrew Luck was known to have a strong arm and like his he just he looked he didn't look very good at the beginning of the year, but once he kinda found his stride he played much better and it's good to see him come back because He's uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the league and a good guy, and I've always kind of liked him. And another thing you can't you can't discount is the Colts' defense. I mean, they, they drafted really well. They have two of the top rookies on their defense. One of their linebackers, one of their rookie linebackers, I forgot what his name is, but he leads, I believe he leads the, led the NFL in tackles this year. And, you know, they just... Their offensive lines got to be one of the best offensive lines in football, which is was a huge problem for them and was contributing to Andrew luck having not so great health you know and they yeah. fixed that and you know look what happens then not then they have Marlon Mack stepping up you know yeah they have huge they've draft they've drafted well and it's and it's starting to show.
0: Uh, I think uh, I think we got an international call here. Uh, we're we're gonna bring this one in real quick and uh, maybe see what's going on. Uh, Name's Angry Bob Saget. Let's, let's let him say hello to the family.
2: You know I don't I don't appreciate trying to sit here peacefully in a hotel room and have to hear digs about the Vikings. But, uh, <laughs> do you remember in the movie Half Baked uh, when Dave Chappelle was talking about uh, his addiction and Bob Saget got up and said, so you did that for blank. Why well, you used to do blank for blank, uh, which I won't say over the radio. Well, um, uh, you guys missed kick for wild card games. We used to miss kicks. We missed kicks for Super Bowls. So, <laughs> I,
3: I don't need to hear this. And
2: furthermore. All right, we win a Super Bowl, though. That's that's okay. right, that's, that's, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm not finished. Um, <laughs> for all the times you defeated the Vikings this year That's how many times you hit that upright So you deserve to lose Now we can both be home salty uh, Thank you very much I don't oh, appreciate God. this oh, God,
0: oh, That's the bear getting put out in the pasture Ryan, thank you for joining us tonight, sir I, I hope you're having a good time In the land of the rising sun
2: And just one more thing, Alex I was totally going to try to get you a nice Aussie Open T-shirt and photo op, and a greeting card and a handshake. A photo op. I don't know if I can. Maybe not a handshake. That sounds terrible. That that could have came off.
3: Let Is me get a hologram let me just over here. Let me. Oh repurpose. man. How many supporters are you on, good sir? It's, it's uh, noon. Oh, none yet. Uh, none yet. Check this out.
2: We get, you get to bring food and beverages into the Tokyo Dome and Cork and, if you
3: want. Oh, my God! You get to bring, well, your own you stuff to bring in, like, a fifth of something. Some sake. Four loco. Four loco. <laughs> the, 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 the Japanese equivalent
2: of Four loco. I, I also uh, sent uh, Eliza a message that uh, in the, the national championship game, Trevor Lawrence is going to win, and then he's going to go to the opposing team's uh, cheerleader section and we're going to just uh, not be able to see what's going to happen as he pulls his surfer boy hair out of that helmet, and it's game over for Alabama. Uh, also, <laughs> Notre Dame was just too slow, Jordan. That was their you're, only problem.
0: Right.
2: Absolutely right, man. Yeah. I, I only appreciate problem. it. And, yeah, and, uh, some... and, and uh, also, uh, shout out to our guy Jimmy Havoc, who uh, who, who said something back to us on uh, good old Twitter. Um, I'd like yeah. to say that even though we're not going to be able to see June Kasai at the Fight Club Pro Show tonight, um, we instead are getting Drew Parker, Jimmy Hack, Ricky Shane Page, and Death House 3, with June Kasai being replaced by the crazy one himself, Masashi Takeda, one of my wrestlers oh my of the Oh my gosh, year.
3: you get to see him twice? That's yeah. awesome.
2: Uh, Takeda is so nice, we got to see him twice. so I'm guessing he's nice. going to be better Giants. than
3: New Year's Dash? Those two matches with Takeda?
2: Ah, probably. If he pulls out another giant machete-looking thing and begins to Irish whip people and splice them on the way back, uh, this could be a wild ride. I hope uh, there's not obviously... too much blood in the ring so Aussie opens, slips, and breaks their ankles, um, and we get to see Nico Satomura <laughs> oh, and, and Akira Tozawa back in Japan.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. I, uh, Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. totally stoked. I'm sure you're going to have an awesome rundown of everything that you've seen, uh, probably on a, a special edition of uh Russell cast radio. A- am I assuming right? Uh, you know, as far as that goes, Ryan.
2: Oh, of course, of course. I gotta, I gotta bring on, get grab Alex and talk wrestling since we've been doing a couple of weeks now because there's just so much we've dived into that. Uh, I, I have decided that I need to resubscribe to all Japan because, those might have been yeah. the best two shows of the Sounds weekend. Awesome. And that, that pro wrestling Noah show we saw yesterday with uh, Kano and uh, Kaido Kiyomiya. Man, I thought there was enough wrestling I had to watch. But I'm going to let you guys rock and roll. I just Hey, have to Ryan. Call and hey right. Ryan, don't forget
3: uh, we, we got a Wrestle Kingdom uh, review tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Noon, Ryan, I got to tell you something. I got I to yeah, ask you.
2: No, 9 a.m. Central Time is midnight for me.
1: Even better.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: I got. I got to ask you if you heard this or not. So you know how you know how the Timberwolves uh, blew the Lakers out tonight. Yep, they fired Tibbs. Yeah, did you see that they fired Tibbs after?
2: Yeah, they're talking. They're bringing in uh, Fred Hoiberg.
1: I've heard oh, that. Man. You know, I heard that. I heard that's overblown.
3: Back. Re-election.
1: Tight. Oh man. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that's. I heard the Fred Hoyberg rumors are kind of overblown. Like it's a possibility, it. but it, it's not as it's not as like I guess set in stone how they're making it sound. I heard it's just he's like one of the guys they're looking at, but
2: and they got to get a name out there right away to to, to go with the article because you got to have something to back up what you just did before people go, well, what? Yeah, you did that, but then what the hell are you doing now? Well, I think we're gonna most get fans that. of
1: Minnesota are just rejoicing that he yeah. is gone. No matter who's <laughs> taking over for him or what, I think they're just. They're
0: Derek Rose glad. is going to coach. I was going to say, no, nobody's <laughs> celebrating more than Derek Rose's knees.
1: <laughs>
2: Man, Derek Rose, they come back player of the year, baby. And Andrew hey, Wiggy attitude. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. You, you know, w- Wiggy going off tonight, too, which is uh, pretty impressive yeah. going into that. So I wonder if he had uh, maybe some insider information. He's like, I'm going to show out for, uh, for whoever's coming in. <laughs>
2: no, uh, he plays one good game a year, and it's always against the Lakers. Me, Isaiah, and Alex saw it firsthand.
0: Yep. Well, put on yep. a
2: high and then put up like eight points the next four games.
0: Well, let's not also like forget that the three. Lakers have three guys who might as well be in intensive care units right now. I, I think we need to send them all flowers.
2: <laughs> w- Wiggins Wiggins was auditioning with Magic to try to get on the team, and Magic just gave him the Kawhi Leonard <laughs> <laughs> laugh and just said, <laughs> "No."
1: Oh, that's bad. And all right, guys. The Wiggins, going the Wiggins to- hate is overblown. Like people that's don't realize why- that. People don't realize that in Tom Thibodeau's system, like Tom Thibodeau is essentially trying to turn him into like a spot up three point shooter.
2: Yeah. And
1: that's not his game. That's not his game at all. So I'll say, Ryan, I'll say this
2: real quick. goodbye, Ryan, quick before I get, before I get out of here. Uh, my only problem with Wiggins is he looks like Linus when he lost his blanket half the time out there. And you can't win a game when your confidence level is kicking rocks and, and very uh, bad man,
1: people. People put way too much stock in the body language. Well, so uh, it, that's it shows it a, a sports it as, cliche, it, but anyway, overrated sports cliche.
2: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> what's, what's not overrated is I'm going to see more wrestling, and we're going to go to the Batty Cages, play table tennis, and go bowling in the same mall that Corken Hall is at, because this building's amazing, so right. you uh, you have fun, and we're going to watch some more Oshii, the uh, cartoon butt detective that's on the nice. television.
0: That sounds good. Uh, Give Zeke a hug for me, and then uh, make sure you have a good time, watch some more of those game shows, and and remember, bye, Felicia.
3: There we go. Hey,
0: we we gave him the bye, Felicia. I got got it done. ryan cook (laughs) joining us all the way from japan uh where he should be eating a good lunch and apparently watching something called the butt detective which sounds uh sounds like something i used to watch on spice uh probably about 20 years ago um could you actually see the picture you ordered your music videos
3: from the bot uh
0: you know you're on
1: the channel the channel two.
0: We, we may or may not have had a good a good fun cable box. That that's all I'm gonna fun to say. You had a scrambler um, box. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm i not saying, that. I'm, I'm saying we may or may I, not I, have had. I had a scrambler. <laughs> I had a scrambler. I actually
3: I got,
1: scrambler box. I got a scrambler
3: box.
1: I got a scrambler box for my birthday one year.
0: That's tight <laughs> But that's
1: ghetto stuff. Uh, it didn't last. It didn't last for very long. It got it got it got met, like fried. So.
0: Uh no good. You know, uh,
1: obviously we got to we touched on the Bears
0: there, we touched on uh, the Colts. Um you know, next weekend we get to see uh, again Phillip Rivers against Tom Brady. Uh I, I think I think we're all cheering Rivers. for Rivers at this
3: point, are we not? I'm not am. cheering for anybody. I, I like yeah, to Mike. see him win a ring. He's the last of that class to you know finally get a Super Bowl trophy. So yeah, I'm rooting for Rivers now. Him or Mahomes, yeah, but I'm I'm going for Rivers.
0: Now, uh, now uh, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's where I'm at. And honestly, I, I'm pretty much going to be cheering for anybody who's playing against the Patriots at this point because, no, I can't see another. And it's not even
3: that I'm anti-Patriot, but it's just oh. like I, I like this Chargers team. Melvin Gordon, you know, hopefully, I mean, just running, you know, touchdowns like it was nothing. Even if they were getting called back, he was going ham, uh, you know, especially mm-hmm. after being out uh, for a couple of weeks. but. Um, no, I'm, I'm all for the Chargers. Uh, that'd be a nice, uh, victory and yeah, go Chargers.
0: Yeah. That'd be good. I, I'm, I, again, I, I'm, I'm definitely cheering for them on that one. Also, you gotta love, uh, I, I like Joey Bosa. It definitely plays, uh, plays really well. Uh, you know, <laughs> Antonio Gates still on the roster, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, well, I would like to see him. Man, I
3: mean, get, get, that team a ring. Get that yeah. man a ring. I mean, they need it. LP, yeah. LP. Give him an honorary one. That whole freaking team back in the day. that will be tight. Yeah.
0: Let Let's do it. Let's Let's Let's. A our rivers A our rivers runs through it. Um, you know. So yeah, that's that's where I'm on that one. Uh, Cowboys are are they the are they the biggest surprise team as far as in the playoffs right now?
3: Um, judging from that face mask. Um. No, I, I wouldn't say surprise. I think it was kind of weird that, you know, you have Garrett jumping up and down, like, hooray, I finally get, you know, into the second round. That was kind of like, eh, I, I don't know. It's just potential wise. I mean, I, I will say, uh, you know, Prescott looks really good. I will say finally I was like, okay, he's in that zone. He's, you know, he's making a name for himself on a bigger stage now, you know, with the playoffs starting. So, Um, I'm happy they knocked out Seattle. I'm not a Seattle guy whatsoever. So, you know, a part of me was like, okay. Um, but you know, I'm more so rooting for an AFC team, but I would say out of surprises. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I would say the Colts for sure, but I mean, like we alluded to earlier, Houston's just kind of known for kind of, uh, choking when it comes to the playoffs, it seems.
0: Yeah, uh, the Rams Chiefs uh, is
1: that going to be our pl- is that going to be our Super Bowl? Cool. No,
3: Elijah, what no. do you think?
1: I don't think the Chiefs defense is good enough to carry him to the Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes is amazing, but things kind of change in the playoffs, you know.
3: Do we think Saints Chargers or Saints Pats Breeze versus Brady?
1: You know what I've God, the Chargers are. Chargers could. I think the Chargers could make it out of the AFC. They, uh, mm-hmm. they've been building that roster for a while, and it's finally all starting to kind of come together. And I think overall they have a better roster than the Patriots. So, I mean, it's tough, but it's always hard to to go against Belichick and Brady because you you think they're done, and they end up winning it all and you're like oh I thought they were done this year they are. It look <laughs> right. like they're on the downside and then they just kind of pull it together turn on switch but you know I guess if I had to guess or if I'm going to make a guess I'm going to say it's going to be the Chargers and the Rams
0: yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to, to see how that rolls out. Uh, Alex, I think uh, I think your time is up with us tonight. Uh, anything you want to you want to chime in on? Last uh, last word for you before you head off. I guess not. Uh, <laughs> that He's sense. like me the question. He's out. <laughs> right uh let's see we'll, we'll we'll just we'll just give him a we'll give him a premature uh we'll give him one of these ones and then uh his the the name there it is boom bye felicia uh <laughs> so so thank you alex mello for joining us tonight as well uh, pretty pretty good stuff from him. Uh, you know, I, I was just looking looking at those scores, and I know I asked the question a little prematurely without talking about the Saints game there as far as that goes, but uh, if the Rams and the Saints meet in the NFC Championship game, and then hypothetically if the Rams and Chiefs meet in the Championship game, you know, the both of those games combined for over, uh, what, 80 points each? Obviously 105 yeah. for the – I mean, where is the defense going to be for either one of these games if that occurs? Like what – what what do you think it's a clamp down where you see that difference in the in the in the playoffs that you in comparison to the regular season, or do you think uh it's gonna be another shootout between um all these quarterbacks that that obviously can then chuck the ball?
1: Well it's gonna probably be a shootout, but it's gonna come down to, you know, whose defense can make make the stop that they need to make and I just I have more confidence in the Rams defense doing that. You know, and, or the Chargers defense doing that than the Chiefs or the Patriots even because the Patriots defense has kind of been pretty lackluster this year. So, yeah, I think the so, Chargers but, are probably the best. I think the Chargers are now probably the best defensive team in the playoffs. The Rams defense was pretty good, but I don't know. They kind of started to, you know, show signs of vulnerability. Uh you know the Bears' defense was tremendous, but they're no longer in the playoffs, so. You know, Which you is kind of I'm, like, I'm <laughs> oh, go ahead, sorry.
0: Oh, you know, the, you know, I, like a lot of people were telling that Rams defense early on, but man, I I look at all these games, and man, they they give up they give up them points, man. They you know, uh, they gave up what twenty three to the Chargers early in the year, thirty one to the Vikings, uh, they they dang near lost to the Broncos, thirty one to the Seahawks. Uh, 27 to the Packers, 31 to the Seahawks. They give up a lot of points. 51, 45. I mean, they they give yeah. up a lot of points. They gave up 32 their points def- to the Niners in that last game. <laughs> I mean,
1: their defense was was kind of vulnerable, but they did play a decent stretch of the year without Peters and Tlaib. You know, but yeah, Peters Tlaib, has been Tlaib. known. To, Peters been known. Peters has been known. You know, he gets a lot of interceptions, but he does give up a lot of catches and a lot of touchdowns because he kind of gambles a lot. So, yeah. Uh, the old you know. Deion Sanders, you know. That, the, um, you the know, thing is though Deion didn't give up touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: that that's because if if he uh if they did catch and, and and blow it out, uh he he was uh he was well off the screen before uh uh, before trying to make that uh, a supposed last tackle, um, let's go to the third break. You know, we'll we'll discuss some more in detail. Maybe some of that Timberwolves fire action. Um, also, since obviously you're our you're our boxing and fight head, uh, I want to talk a little bit of that Mayweather fight in Japan. Uh, it was a short Do we one. Really have to talk uh, about that. I, I, I gotta get your thoughts, man. I gotta get your thoughts. So so let's go to the the random WrestleCast Radio commercial that's lined up here. Um, we'll see if maybe we can get some uh, some sweet Okada music in here. I don't know what uh, Ryan has queued up from the last show. So so I'm gonna hit that play button. Bone Soldier, let's go. Sick of doing those
2: big leagues? Let's try doing one day fantasy. Over at DraftKings.com. The guys over at DraftKings, set up your voice up at Strongstyle Media with our own promo code. Go on to DraftKings.com. Sign up today. Make your first deposit. Put in promo code StrongStyle. And you'll get a bonus. It's that simple. Join in, play some games, have some fun. Week one's coming. August second. Can't wait.
0: Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Gistra. We're gonna be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, boxing, bike fell, puppet, book, pop, blah, 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 blah,
2: Fan of pro wrestling like we are, yeah. we got you covered yeah. from WWE, yeah. New Japan, yeah. Ring of Honor, yeah. Impact, yeah. Lucha Underground, yeah. All Japan, and yeah. more. We're talking yeah. the highs and lows in pro yeah. wrestling. Heck, yeah. we're even giving you people yeah. from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yeah. talking the Bone Soldiers yeah. and Enzo Moreys. No.
0: Sorry, Daniel, no.
2: we'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host, Alex Mello, each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network.
1: All fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net, the one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media.
3: Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates.
0: Sportscast Radio back for the uh, first show of the 2019 year. Um, Sands Ryan Cook tonight, but I'm joined by Elijah McNeil. Uh, obviously, we went over some of the wild card, the college football preview, some of the legacy of coaches. Um, you know, we touched on it earlier with uh, with the guys on the, in the chat here. Uh, Timberwolves fire Thibodeau even after shellacking uh, the, the Lakers by 22 at home. Um, Seem to be heading towards that 500 record to maybe creep them into the. Uh, Creep them into the playoffs again, uh, Elijah. What are, what are the expectations at this point going forward? You know, they they can the coach. What do you think at this point is the the goal for the season for the Wolves?
1: Uh, trying to at least finish um, five hundred, maybe hopefully sneak in the last playoff spot. I doubt that'll happen, but you know, as long as they can finish five hundred and kind of have some kind of silver lining for this shit show of the season, you know, that's the best you can hope for, in my what, opinion. What do you,
0: you think the bigger contributing factor? Do you think it was the, the personnel issues with Butler to start the season, or do you think that's the coach not having it to begin with? What, who, who, Where do you think this blame truly falls so far for this season, then?
1: I think it's a mixture of, of a lot of things. I think some of the blame has to go to Butler, you know, not – Kind of getting along with the younger players, or being a little too, I guess, of an aggressive personality, and you know, the like, towns, Butler just there's something with Butler and big men that just doesn't really work out when they play together because, you know, Towns was off to a terrible start when Butler was in town and like, GMs and personnel people and scouts and stuff were saying that Town, they were wondering how Towns regressed so bad and that they didn't really think he was the one of the better young players in the NBA now anymore. But now that Butler's left, he's been putting in work and been playing a lot better. Um, I think Thibodeau, his system that was, and just offensive and defensive system that was created in the Stone Ages, I think has a lot to do with it. I think his inflexibility as a coach to kind of adapt to the personalities and the styles of the players around him had a lot to do with it. I mean, you see how bad Wiggins has regressed under Thibodeau. Thibodeau basically, in my opinion, tried to turn Wiggins into like a 3-and-D guy, you know, a spot-up three-point shooter. He plays defense on the wing when that's not really his game. His game is, you know, getting it out on the fast break, getting in the post, like posting up guard, other guards and stuff and creating like that, backdoor cuts, stuff like that. So,
3: hmm.
1: you know, I think it's I think Thibodeau and Butler had a had a big part in this. So, and I was happy about Butler coming here. I thought that would work out okay. I was kind of on the fence about Thibodeau. Like I would've rather had um Jorger. Jorger was like mm-hmm. my top choice. And when they hired Thibodeau, I'm like, eh, okay, I mean they could they could have done worse, but boy was I wrong.
0: You know, I still uh I still contend. Uh last year in particular uh we'll we'll say we'll we'll then we'll talk about the uh the earlier turmoil stuff later in the year last year in particular Butler was that team uh before his injury. They were solidly in a playoff spot uh then he went down and things went down uh without him uh yeah. they limped into the playoffs and uh obviously you know uh, it, that was a a situation that i I think was proven uh when he was on the court they were winning games period. And and I thought it was very impressive, and that's that's something that had me stoked about going into this year. So I'm wondering what occurred between then, and and the summer or, or, or preseason that made things really unsavory, and that's that's my question. Um, fast forward now, uh, you also had the reports that he's not happy with his role um, in the Seventy Sixers. So um, if it's a situation where he's trying to uh, you know, be a bigger boss on some of these younger players. You're, you obviously, is, you know, um, potentially feuding with, uh, uh, you know, both the coach there as well as uh, Joel Embiid. Embiid. And, and and Embiid is not the passive person that uh, that Cat is. So so we know we know that Embiid will will go for what's his. Um, somebody who's obviously struggled through injuries in the early part of his career, but obviously proven he is a baller. So so. You know, it's, it's. I'm sure it's hard to see somebody come in and try and uh, try and maybe uh, skirt that, pull that rank early, um, but uh, but yeah, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, I still want to say maybe a more. I, I do want to put it a lot on Dibs because I feel like even in. Um, Chicago, obviously, he had the issues with maybe the 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 team running him versus him running the team. Uh, short of just him giving everyone extra minutes when they're on the court, it seemed. Um, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I I I think you're you're exactly right. It would be a saving grace for the Wolves to have hit 500. Um, you know they're sitting at 19 and 21 right now. They're three spots out of the out of the playoff spot. And, and wouldn't you know, the Lakers are the eighth seed right now, um, despite LeBron, uh, Rajon Rondo, and uh, God, it escapes me. Who's the third player on the uh, the injury right now?
1: Um, it's not Tsuzma, is it? Uh, I believe. I believe. I believe it is.
0: Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those things where. You know, that, that West does not get any easier. Again, it's one of those weird things where I get, I still get perturbed every time I look at it. But you look at it right now, and the 8th seed in the East is under 500. Um, uh, the 7th uh, seed is under 500. And I just, I can't fathom it. It still blows my mind. Um, <laughs> to this day, how the East has not uh, strengthened up, especially with LeBron moving west and the shift of talent that has occurred to the East with the Kawhi Leonard. Granted, that one was a swap. Um, or you have you know uh, Giannis, or you got Embiid. You got you. Know, I mean, there's so many strong teams, but they're they're almost top heavy. But at the same time, the five seeds, the Celtics, the 76ers, the Pacers, like these are all super good teams, super deep rosters. I just I still can't fathom how teams under 500 are
1: making the playoffs. Yeah, that's the East for you. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been, been a tr- East, it's been a trend. It's been a trend since Sam Mitchell was coaching the Toronto Raptors. How long ago was that? Oh
0: man, I, I feel like it's been damn near twenty years when I look at it. I mean, I think even when the Lakers were, uh, the Lakers were, you know, Kobe and Shaq. You know what I mean? Like, I I I really do think it's been super deep at that point. Because um, weren't, yeah.
1: weren't the Knicks like? a sub 500 team going into the playoffs one year believe, when they made a run. I believe they were.
0: And if not the Knicks, maybe even the Nets. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, uh, speaking of ridiculous, uh, I know you, you, you got a little cranky when I, I brought it up, but man, uh, boxing's live and well in japan uh, along with with ryan uh obviously we saw mayweather uh take on a nice exhibition bout there obviously doesn't technically count towards his record if it's an exhibition There was nothing on the line uh he had 25 pounds on his opponent if i read that right uh it went
1: one round what were, what were your thoughts on the fight do you have like the cricket like sound sound bite oh. Oh, let me see if I have crickets here. We could we could probably get that.
0: Uh... Oh no, here here we'll throw this. Trash. How how about that? Is that is that is that good for
1: it? It was so bad that I don't even can't even say it's it was like I can't even put that much effort in to yell trash like that. It was so bad, like so. It's so bad. It was so bad that all I have is silence. So, so obviously you saw it, and, and 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 there's a lot
0: of there's a lot of talk both um, in the community, out of the community. Uh, they're saying it was it was literally a sham. You know, the the guy just literally took a dive the entire way. Um, again, he gave up 25 pounds. I saw some of the I, I saw the whole thing and the, and the whole slow mo bits and. It looked like Mayweather was actually tagging him, especially right in the in the temple there. As far as the stanky leg goes, do you, do you do you think it was a dive? Do you think there was some embellishment? What what do you think the situation was?
1: I don't think it was a dive. I don't know if the I don't I don't I wonder if the guy knew that Mayweather was going to fight like hit him as hard as he was. Like I don't I don't think it was a dive. I just think it was a totally overmatched dude. Like I. I don't think I can't really because he tagged him like it wasn't like it wasn't like Sonny Listen Ali where you're like oh, that's kind of questionable <laughs> yeah. you know like he was tagging him and I don't know if that guy was expecting it
0: yeah I, but, you know I, the the surprise on his face and and especially post fight where he just looked he looked sad um, yeah you know yeah he was he was getting tagged and I think. And, and granted, here you know, it's like uh, it's like playing uh, it's like playing twenty one with uh, you know, like if you and I were to go out and play against some twelve year olds, you know, we're gonna we're gonna swat the ball all over the place, and and they're really not gonna get anything up because just
1: because of the height difference, you know what I mean, like like when, it was I, like like when I played Ryan and Demptris when I beat Ryan and Demptris <laughs> in twenty one was essentially it was two on one, and they, I, I let them get all the way up to like seventeen or eighteen points one of them had, and then I, like, like pretty much scored the, rest of the, scored the rest of the way until I had 21. That's funny.
0: You know, but, yeah, like, that's how I felt. I felt like, I felt like he was a bully taking lunch money from the kid. And uh, if the payday was right, it's exactly what he did, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, we know he's not going to, like, all the promo and, 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 and BS aside, he's not going to get in the ring with any MMA person on their level. Period. He's not going to no. get in the octagon with. And, I, and granted, the payday would be huge. He might. He might if the money's right. But he's not going to get in the octagon any anytime soon with McGregor or anybody of that ilk. He's not going to get in in a kickboxing match with this guy. So, you know, uh, yeah, it, it was what it was. And he, it was. It was I got to be honest. There's a tiny piece to me that's like, ah, it's, it's cool to see him knock somebody out again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, it, it was fine. Uh, however, uh, taking shots, uh, taking shots at uh, Mayweather was one Manny Pacquiao who's got a, a pretty good fight coming up. Um, you know, uh, he said uh, six days ago from the New Year, uh, "Here is to an early New Year's resolution to continue to only fight experienced opponents who are my
1: size or
0: bigger." Uh, and that was on Twitter. Uh, do you like that shot against Mayweather? To, to Mayweather?
1: Yeah, they're gonna fight again. I I have a feeling that Pacquiao Mayweather well, are gonna fight again. Yeah, uh,
0: Pacquiao are coming up uh, soon. I believe they had uh, the the first episode of their All Access or their Access. Uh, uh, oh before. God! I don't even want
1: to. I, I I don't even want to watch that. Like,
0: <laughs> I know who you're cheering for at this point.
1: Um, I'm not know, cheering but, for uh...
0: anybody. I'm not <laughs> cheering for anyone. All right. I all just right, want to see.
1: Right. I just want to see Broner get beat up.
0: There you go. There you go. So you you have you're not cheering, but you have you have somebody that you you would rather see lose than the other person.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. All right. I I know you like to uh, socially choose your um choose your people, which is great because you also respect the greatness at the same time. So I know how that works. Um, Pacquiao Broner is uh, I think 14 days away. Um, that's going to be a, a the PBC uh, Showtime event, um, and uh, and that's that's one of many good cards coming up. Um, you know, between between obviously that one um, next weekend uh, we got uh, Jose who's got to give against Caleb Plant uh, for the IBF super middleweight. Uh, That'll be got fun. Brandon, yeah, that should be another good one. Uh, you got uh, Guillermo Rigondeaux against uh, Giovanni oh, Delgado for uh for ten rounds. Do you do you think he uh takes a step back or do you think he's regressing again? What what do you what do you think's gonna happen there?
1: I don't really know much about the guy that he's fighting. I don't even know his record, but I, I figure my guess is it's a cream puff and is gonna look good. And they're gonna be like, oh he's back, he's back, you know. So Yeah. That's that's why that's my opinion on that. Like I don't I don't even care. Like after after uh, the performance that he put up against Lomachenko, I'm just kind of over Rigondeaux. I used to love him, but
0: yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, against January 19th, again, you got the the Showtime pay per view. You got Batu Jack against Marcus Brown for a uh, for another uh, interim light heavyweight title. Uh, I know you and I both like uh, Badu Jack.
1: I love um, Badu Jack. Badu, yeah, Badu. Yeah, good,
0: good stuff there. Um, that should be a good good fight, and that's also, I believe, on that same card. So it should be pretty interesting for that uh, for that Pacquiao card. Um, maybe the squad gets together for that one when when if Ryan's back in town. I don't know if that's when it's cruises or not. Um, Mr. Jetsetter, there.
1: Um man, tra- hey, traveling all over the world,
0: man. Oh man, <laughs> it all over the world. <laughs> Um, any other fights you guys you got yeah, on your your calendar that you're you're kind of excited about coming up in the next maybe month or month or two before uh, before stuff comes Man,
1: back to in the Twin I, Cities again? I've been so since I haven't been on the radio, I've been so just out of the loop on boxing, and I, I'm I'm ashamed about it. So I couldn't even tell you right now, but once I start getting well, back on the radio and back into it again, I'll have. I'm sure I'll have lots of fights that I'm really looking forward to. Well, I'll give you
0: some other calendar notes here. Uh, January 26th in New York, you got Keith Thurman against Josecito Lopez uh, for the WBA Ugh. welterweight title.
1: Josecito Lopez is still fighting.
0: <laughs> you know, I think this is Thurman's warm-up before we actually get the, the big one, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Yikes.
0: I um, I know a, a favorite between... Uh, uh, both uh both Ryan and I uh and I think you like him as well but you got uh you got Takeshi inue against uh Jamie Mungia for uh for the WA Junior Middleweight title. Uh what do you think of that uh, January 26th? It should be
1: a brawl. Like I'm not a huge Mungaya fan just cuz I I think he's beaten up on a bunch of guys who are like a lot smaller than he is.
3: Mhm.
1: He's like he's exciting, but I just I think once he's kind of once he gets in there with an opponent that belongs in there with him, he's gonna get exposed and his lack of skill is gonna really show. But it should be a fun fight. He always you know goes in there throwing bombs like nonstop, so it'll be entertaining.
0: Uh, if if only it was on uh, if only it was on uh, HBO, uh, RIB, oh, HBO I, boxing. They, Takesha, Takeshi I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was so sad about that. Did you watch the uh, the last the last card on HBO?
1: I think I did. What was it? Danny Jacobs and uh, Derevianchenko. No, no, that was the. Uh, it was actually the the Claressa Shields uh, and um,
0: it was the Claressa Shields fight. They actually closed out with. They're not closed out with, but. Uh, um, and there was a great there was a great uh end piece as far as like kind of highlighting all the years of, of HBO boxing and the you know, the the De La Hoya years and the and the Roy Jones years and you know, you know, the Tyson years. It was so good. Like uh and um let's see,
1: uh Was uh, it a good you know, was, like
0: a vignette? Yes, it was it was like three and a half minutes long or something like that. And okay. and Jim uh Jim Lampley gave a great end end speech for it and he was super choked up. Um you know, he was he was definitely holding them back, um, as far as it goes, uh, and uh, and and you know, Kellerman uh, he had no voice that night either. It was kind of kind of ridiculous, uh, like trying to listen to him even give any sort of um, any sort of input on it. But uh, you know, they they definitely had a good nod to Roy Jones, and and, and he did too for you know everything that the, both he's done for the sport and the sport's done for him. Um, it was a really good vignette. I definitely suggest looking it up. Um, if you didn't get a chance to see, um, see that, but also Clarissa Shields handled business again. And I, I contend, um, you know, speaking of women's boxing, as far as just touching on it, um, I, I really wish they would let them go less than 16 ounce gloves, because I feel like she would probably knock out a lot of people if they had the options that some of these other fighters had um, or have when it comes to, to choice of glove. Um, and uh, just watching her fight, like she can throw. And, and it's really weird that she's not, um, getting just like a straight up, uh, but I, you don't technically see it often in women's boxing anyway. But just that that good old fashioned, you know, somebody's eyes rolling back and, and hitting that button. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what yeah, do you feel like? I, I guess just just on that it alone. Is I guess
1: of, it is kind of weird to me. I think it's kind of unfair. Yeah, you know, I think like also you know if girl with feet, with women's hockey, I think they should be allowed to check. I mean. You know, they're there athletes. Be to, yeah, they're athletes, and when you put these rules on them, you're kind of telling them that, oh, we don't think this is safe for you because you're a woman. You're not. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do this. Like, you know, I think they should. They should be allowed to check or use like lighter gloves because it's a sport. Yep. It's a part of the spot. Part of heart
0: of the uh part of the sport for sure. Um speaking of women of boxing, you got Hannah Gabriels against Sarah Dwyer um on the twenty sixth as well. Twenty six just a loaded night with the uh you know the the just as far as all it goes, Keith Thurman. um uh you know, you got the the Hannah Gabriels. Yeah, pretty good stuff there. Um yeah. anything else that I see in January here. Oh uh, he really disp- made his comeback. Uh, actually, I think he's actually going to be in. Uh, actually, he's got a fight in January 26 against Adam Matey. A 10 rounds there, as far as that goes, um, and that, that's also on the 26th, Actually, so again, loaded on the 26th.
1: The uh, Hebrew that, Hammer.
0: Yeah, man, uh, he got wrecked last fight I watched.
1: I don't know. He actually won know. his last fight.
0: Oh, did he win that, his last one?
1: The, yeah, but the uh, but the fight before that, when he got exposed, he got wrecked. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, he I, I remember it was not pretty for him at all. Uh No, he looked see. he looked limited. Uh let's see what else you got. Yeah, you know, February starts off pretty uh pretty decent also. Um you do got uh, uh let's see, you got Alvarez, Kovalev for a rematch there as far as that
1: goes. Um let's see. Uh what what's his name? Uh, is it is it Teofimo Lopez? Yeah, Tiafimo Tiafimo Lopez, bad dude. The that dude's the phenom.
0: Yeah, you were you were telling me about that, and you, I think you shared a couple of videos as well. I'm I'm intrigued at the guy. That's one I'm gonna be looking out for. That one's gonna be on ESPN, actually, as far as that goes. So um, should be a pretty good stuff there. Um, a couple vacant IBS lightweight title fights. Uh, Oscar Valdez, not uh, not bad. Um, let's see. Uh, in London, you got Sergio Garcia versus Ted Cheesman. <laughs> mm. Uh let's see. Uh February February starts off kind of kind of kind of lame early on with with the exception of that first card on the second. Uh the following week you do got Javante Davis against
1: uh, Abner Mares. That'll be pretty good oh, too, that's what in you to, I that's that's one fight that I didn't mention that I kind of was like uh like when I was had that like didn't know what was going on. Like that is one fight that I'm looking forward to. That's gonna be a great fight. Yeah, if Davis is Davis gonna make him wait this time? He should. I mean he was in he was uh he was in shape for his last fight and looked really good his last fight. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know he did, he did. But obviously, you know, it's just one of those things where you, you have to wonder sometimes when he, when you when you slip once, what, is it, are you going to slip again? Doesn't that sometimes happen to you in the back of your head, like with some of these fighters, yeah. especially the ones that have a little more uh, bravado to them, like Javante
1: Davis. Yeah, but this is a big this is this is a big fight for him. Guys like like him usually slip against guys who are nowhere near as talented as they are, and they think mm-hmm. like oh this guy's nothing, you know, and that's when they get into trouble. But for like a big fight like this, I'm pretty sure he'll show up in shape and ready to go. Um, we do get uh, again in,
0: in February we get uh, we get a, another card, which is great. I'm so stoked. Minneapolis is becoming a hub for boxing. Uh, Fox Sports One holding the card. Uh, the title fight's gonna be Anthony Durell against uh, Avni uh, Ydalom, uh for the WBC uh, WBC super middleweight. Um, I think we might have to make an email or something out there for that one. What do you what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean I. I got an email for it. I just checked my email. I got an email for it, but I don't know if I'll be able to make it work hmm. on my end. So yeah, but I would like to be, I would like to be there. I'm gonna. I want to get back to a another another card, Minneapolis. So yeah, Cause it, it looks well, like it looks like there's
0: gonna be a lot of them coming up now. Yeah, well, you got another one two months later. You got uh, Caleb Truax and Peter Quillen. Um, definitely going to be some fun stuff there, too. Um, right now it says 10 or 12 round super middleweights. I'm pretty sure that one's going to be a 12 round fight. Would you wager?
1: I would think so because, like, this fight, you know, whoever, whoever wins this fight is going to be back in the title picture. So, yeah
0: yeah should uh, expect there to be some good bombs thrown there as far as that goes uh Danny Garcias against uh, Adrian Granados should be another good one yeah. um, that <sighs> I, I, I know but I know, but it's still. It's, I think it's still going to be a good fight. Uh, also, uh, Vasili, also <laughs> in the card already for April. That man's putting in work. Uh, obviously, uh, you know he still got the good victory last time around. Um, you know, is the shoulder still something we're worried about? Obviously, we didn't see the full uh, the full Vasili, uh, as far as I'm
1: concerned, and as far as most people are concerned from that fight. Is that how you feel? No, I mean, I just I equate it to being rusty. And coming off shoulder, uh, shoulder surgery, so mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't surprise me that he didn't look quite as sharp as he usually does. But I mean, it's it's kind of hard, you know, to to look at as good as he does. It's kind of it's kind of hard, you know, if you like don't look quite as good in another fight, you know, or if you're coming off injury, people start to question you because you look. So good when you're healthy, you know it's kind of kind of one of those things, but I expected I expected him to be slightly off, but I mean even him being slightly off, he's still amazing and one of the best fighters in the world so uh,
0: speaking of one of the best fighters in the world, uh obviously it was announced uh we're going to see Terence Crawford against Amir Khan uh, do you think that's even going to be anywhere near a matchup?
1: I think it could be a decent matchup because. Amir Khan's fast, and he can move around he can box Amir Khan's biggest problem is that he just he gets caught like he th- thinks that he can like trade with people after a while, and eventually dude, he wears down and gets caught. you know you see against canelo, yeah, I had him like, yeah duh. I had him winning I had him winning like the first half of that canelo fight and then what happened canelo canelo finally he started getting a little like arrogant and getting a little cocky and like trying to bang with canelo and canelo banged him out so uh
0: decisively too that was a that was a, a rough uh, a rough close that was a, as far as a, if i remember that knockout it was pretty pretty gross that um, was a harsh speaking- knockout yeah, speaking of Canelo, uh, you know, again, I haven't, I haven't, seen you and talked to you on the, uh, on the, on the fights here. Obviously, he, he went up against Rocky Fielding um, here, on December fifteenth before the New Year ended. There, uh, any thoughts on that one? Do you, do you feel it being a, a big uh, win or, or bolster for his uh, record, other than the additional weight class, um, or do you feel like it was just kind of a, a pad? Like, oh, look what I'm gonna do here. I
1: just, I kind of thought, I thought it was kind of a pad. I mean yeah he moved up, but he picked like a a guy that it doesn't matter if he was you know moving moving up. the guy wasn't really dangerous, so yeah, it was kinda of one of those things to be like, Oh, look what I did, you know, but if you really think about it 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 was it wasn't as like special as they are making it out to be in my opinion.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh you know yeah. And and also I think part of it is Lester's lost because of the uh the format now, right? The uh the was it was it Dazzin or whatever the the fight company is now? Yeah. You yeah, you know like uh, it it really does change it when it's not that pay-per-view that's full streaming. I feel like it almost doesn't have the same impact or at least it also it didn't have a name behind it. Like you know, people want impacts. You know, people people always want to talk about the um you know, you know, Golovkin fought nobody. Well, you, you want to? How do you go from fighting Golovkin to fighting nobody? Yeah. I I, I just I look at that and I just I, just, I don't know. I, I I that's how I feel about it. But, um, you know, it's going to be shaping up to be a good year for boxing again uh, after last year, especially with the, the heavyweight action we saw uh, at the end of the year. Uh, we'll see what's going to shape up with Joshua. Uh, you know, we'll There's see what shapes report. up.
1: With, there was a report that just came out that uh, Joshua has contacted Wilder's camp, and Wilder's camp has not gotten back to him yet. Uh, because you know, at this point, like, what
0: would, what would you do at this point? I, I, me and, I think me and Ryan discussed it shortly after that fight. Uh, Fury and Wilder gained hugely based on that draw um, over over Joshua, who obviously you know gets to pick gets to pick his opponents where he wants, but. Uh, it was it was a huge deal, and then both of those guys left that fight. Um, as far as a status upgrade, they'll be able to do a rematch that would cash tons with with no belt, or you know, with a belt being on the line, but with no with no uh, you know um, unification uh, necessary. You know what I mean? Like it, that doesn't even need to happen. They're gonna make millions.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, think, but... I think Wilders Wilders and Fury's stock definitely went up, but the ultimate goal for them probably is to get a fight with, with Joshua.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do agree. I do agree. Uh, 20 seconds left. Uh, Elijah, thank you for coming on tonight, being my, uh, my, my co-host, even after all of the troubles we
1: encountered. Um, any last words? Uh, I just want to say, sorry if I'm rusty. It's no, been you did months. fine, buddy. It's, it's, you it's did been good. months since I've been on the radio and it, it feels good to be back. So, Hopefully uh we'll be we'll be doing more shows here so thanks for go. listening people
0: Thank you for listening, and that's Sportscast Radio for tonight. Make sure to tune in when Alex and uh, and Ryan do the Wrestlecast, uh, and they recap a lot of those shows that he's seen. Um, along with obviously that Wrestle Kingdom, uh, the first match was amazing. Uh, Kota Ibushi and, uh, and 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 my guy Will Ospreay, both of them my dudes. So uh, if you got that New Japan Pro World Wrestling, uh, check that out. Uh, other than that, thank you for listening, and have a great evening. Bye bye.